Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a dying business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode. You know, today I wanted to talk about uh, this topic of your partnership or your responsibilities and not responsibilities when it comes to um, you know, working with your clients. I think this is a really important topic. I think um, I would say that my team and I probably spend about 85 to 90% of our conversations really around this dynamic. Because I think when you look at the coaching industry um, or the service space, you just look at the kind of this online space with service providers and coaches. And um, I think there's been just kind of some blurred information and you know, there's different points of views and, and nothing is linear, right? Like nothing is really a linear process. There's always um, some caveats or cadences in between what I'm saying here today. But I think in a general sense, as service providers and coaches and influencers and space holders, <laughs> um, I think we take on a lot of responsibility that is not ours. And I think that this inhibits and kind of um, almost uh, it inhibits client growth and experience. And I also think that it can stall progress and success for clients. I think that it can take a massive mental and physical toll on coaches or facilitators that are leading and holding these spaces and the teams that are helping supporting and doing that. And I also think you know, that it can create what we call, or I call inside my programs, codependency, where clients feel like they are not aligned. They feel like they are not clear, like almost like an outer, outer body experience where they're like, I don't know who I am and what I do. And, oh my God, I just don't even know anymore. And they have this massive level of like insecurity and and lack of self-confidence. And they almost have this like mentality of like, I cannot think for myself. I cannot take action without someone's approval. Um, And I think that there's a lot of people like that. And I think that when those types of people enter programs and spaces, I think that sometimes it's really easy as facilitators and leaders and coaches to take on, rather it's intentional or not, to take on some of that energy and responsibility where we want our clients to be excellent students. We want our clients obviously to get results. Like, I don't think anybody doesn't want that. That is like a decent person, right? You take someone's money in exchange for teaching them something. They walk away 
better than they were, smarter than they were, right? Um, some kind of outcome or transformation. And we want all of our clients to receive that, right? We want all of our clients to get our best work and then go do the best with it. Of course, we all want that. And I think if you look in, especially the cogent space specifically, I would say like kind of on average across the board, there's a bigger percent of, in, of clients not getting results in programs than are, like across the board. Um, I'm talking from straight across the gamut in just the coaching space. Um, there are more people not getting results than are. And, you know, I want to just kind of break some of my thoughts. Around, um, you know, my team and I are like literally every day, Monday through Friday, we are constantly focusing on um, how we can improve in the areas that are going to give our clients the biggest impact and the best experience, or like we call it in our programs, an excep exceptional experience. And, but we're also looking at how we can stop enabling this codependency and stop feeling like we have to hold and take on things that are not our responsibility. They're not our job, right? And I think it is important as facilitators to really look at how you're operating as a leader and how that is trickling down into the types of people that you're bringing into your programs. There are people out there, yes, they, they're just, this is their normal. This is how they function. It's how they operate. Uh, it's kind of their, their go-to where, you know, maybe they feel like, you know, I can't think for myself. I can't trust myself. I don't, I'm not in alignment. I'm not clear. I'm not going to move or take an action if I don't have a stamp of approval. Um, I'm not going to be the CEO of my desk, right? I'm not going to manage my time. I'm not going to focus and get the things done I need to. Um, I expect you to help me do that. I'm here and I invested for you to do that for me. And that's a very fine line because number one, none of that is anybody else's responsibility. I always tell my clients and I, and, and I say this for every human in the world, uh, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. And I think uh, my past mentor, Suzanne Evans, I have her book and I study and uh, that was one of my biggest lessons coaching with her many years ago was the way you do anything is the way that you do everything. And some people operate like that. And it's not a reflection of you as the leader or facilitator, right? That is just how they operate. And I always like to tell my clients, you're going to win or lose, rather you're, you work with us or you don't. You're going to win or lose, rather you invest with us or not. Um, you're, you, you're going to do whatever you say you're going to do. Whatever you're willing to do is what you're going to do, um, rather you're with us or not, right? So I don't, I think it is important, like, not to hold full responsibility of your client's results um, because client, but like individual human results are based on individual human actions. So it doesn't matter if you're the best coach in the world and you do everything you can for your clients. Many times you'll notice that when you actually do that, they don't, they don't win and they don't have that much progress and they don't get the results. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think a lot of that has to do with um, enabling behavior. And I think that when, when we are forced as humans, lovingly forced, okay, like you don't have a choice. When we are lovingly forced to become responsible, for the things that we are saying that we want, right? It, because we get to choose that. 
We say what we want. No one's doing that. No one's forcing us to do that. You're saying what you want, right? And when we decide, hey, I want this, then it is 1000% up to us to do what it takes to get that. And I think that when, as coaches and facilitators, we take that part on, that's, that is where we're crossing a boundary. And this is where we're creating and enabling this codependent type of behavior versus empowering our clients um, and, and inspiring, empowering and equipping our clients with the necessary tools and mindset to go after what they want, right? To take responsibility um, for what they want. And that does come down to doing the inner work of whatever that looks like for you. If you're someone that has a lot of mindset blocks or you don't believe in yourself, like no one's fixing that for you. That's your job. You need to go do the inner work to work on that. Um, if you're someone who is a dabbler and you like to go from one thing to another, to another, to another, to another, and you don't have any mastery and you don't do anything long enough to get a result and you just bounce from one thing to another, the problem with that mindset is you're looking for someone to do it for you. You're hoping that this next investment is going to be your ticket to the sky. You're hoping that this one action that your mentor just told you to do is the ticket to your dreams. You're looking for someone in some capacity to make it happen for you. And that is the biggest problem that I see in this online space today. With so many people online, I'm seeing this more and more and more. And I did, I did a podcast episode not too long ago about investing in the coaching or investing in coaching and mentorship. It's probably just a few podcasts down, but I talked about this is the problem. Like, I think people invest for the wrong reasons um, because here's the thing, like no coach, no program, no course, no cheat sheet, and no amount of education is going to get you what you want. What's going to get you what you want is the things that you're doing consistently and very well. It's the action, period. That's why you have people come out of Harvard who are broke on welfare. It doesn't, your education, I always say, knowledge is worth zero dollars if you don't know what to do with it. And there's gotta be a level of responsibility where you, know, you realize that when you enter this coaching or mentorship or you invest in this thing that you think is gonna be your ticket to everything, you have to understand like you're gonna get results or not get results rather you invest in that thing or you don't because it just always comes down to you, right? I think that that's so important to understand. And I think from a coaching standpoint, you need to, you need to do your part, okay? So I really feel in our programs, we call our programs, like when clients join, um, <clears throat> when clients sign up to work with us, it's a partnership, right? It's a 50-50 partnership like any other partnership in the world. And what that means, and we even have um, like a document that we created for our programs that says uh, the coaching, coach-client relationship and responsibilities. And the reason that we do that is not because people are dumb and don't know, but like you don't know what you don't know. We make it very clear when you join our programs and enter this partnership, this is what it looks like. And what it outlines is the things that are the client's responsibilities and the things that are our responsibilities. So my team and I, and I think this is critical. I think if everyone, I mean, if you take anything away from today, 
you should go create one of those or add it to your contracts or create it. Uh, we have people and everyone who joins our programs has to sign off on it. So you've read it and you understand it. And um, that's, a, that's mandatory. Okay. I think everyone should have that because you can't just assume that these adult learners just know how you operate and that they just, they're so well sophisticated and educated. They're not, not all of them are right there. I just got done spieling about how so many people invest for the wrong reasons. So the second people join my space, I want them to be very, very clear on what the responsibilities are in this partnership and who those belong to. And so I think it is really important for the coach, the facilitator or teacher to lay out the responsibilities that are on you and your team, right? So it is our job to lay a pathway and a plan for our clients based on what their goals are with, with our program. It's important that we know what our goal is for our clients in our program, okay? And then it's even more important that we can show them how it gets done, okay? So I'll give you an example, right? When you enter like the sales academy, the sales academy is for our clients who are, um, they're under $10,000 a month recurring, so consistently, not someone who's made 10 and then has never made any sense, but someone who has not made or is not making $10,000 every single month like clockwork. They know exactly how to do it. That's who that program is for. And when people enter that program, obviously they need help with sales. They need help with messaging. They need help with clarity. They need help with their content strategy, their offers, their pricing, their sales conversations, their sales mindset, all those things, right? Like that's why they're not making 10K months because they don't have sales foundation and skills in place. And so in that program, the number one goal that we as a company have inside of that program is that we get you to 10K a month consistently, repeatedly recurring, okay? There is no other goal. We don't have any other goal. That is the number one goal inside of that program. And so we have to, as a company, make sure that the curriculums and the coaching and the accountability and the structure and the calls of the program support that goal, okay? And so, that is our job. Clients who come into the program, their job is to know what they want to accomplish. That's their job. We can't tell you what your niche is. We cannot tell you what your outcome of your program is or your services. We can't tell you what the transformation of what you do is. We can't tell you who the best dreamy client is. We can't tell you who you work with best. We can't tell you your alignment and your clarity and your passion. That's not our job. That's your, well, if you started a business and you're asking people to pay you because you're an expert at something, then you should know how to talk about it. So that's your job. That's, that's what we call a CEO job, a CEO responsibility. That's your job to figure it out. If you need to go get therapy, if you need to invest in someone that is going to help you get into alignment or help you get clarity or whatever, then go do it. But it's not anyone else's job to tell you what you're awesome at and to tell you what you should sell to make money online. Like that's your job CEO responsibility. But our job is to take what you tell us you want to accomplish and show you how you can do that inside of our program. 
with our resources and training and coaching and accountability and curriculum. And that has to be a match. And, you know, I think that oftentimes what happens is number one, I think a lot of coaches are not clear on their path and the specific outcome of their program because you're just creating these business in a box type of thing. I'll help everybody with all the things. Like you can see that I just told you so specifically what the goal is in Academy. Notice that I didn't say the goal is to help you do this and this and this, and we'll help you with that and that and that. I didn't say that. I said our, our number one main goal with everyone in the program is to get them to a repeatable recurring 10K month. I just said that, that's it, that is the goal. Okay, if you're not doing that, that's a great program for you. And we, that is our responsibility as the facilitators and CEOs to know that. And then our job is to create the path with the path of least resistance, the fastest, easiest way for a client to get there and nothing else. A lot of you guys stuff your programs with so much that the path to the result you're promising is not clear, it's not there, right? Because you're, you're over given in the wrong places, you're over delivering in the wrong areas. And so it's creating chaos and spiraling, it's creating confusion and overwhelm, um, especially if you already have sensitive clients that are you know, gaining still some of that foundational stuff, this can make it even more challenging. It needs to just be a clear cut, here's what you need to do. That's your responsibility to make sure that you have that path, you have that teaching, you have that, here's ABC, just do ABC every single day, that's gonna get you there. That's your responsibility. And then to coach, answer questions, guide them, um, help them have you know a different um, perspective, um, help them shift their mindset, help them shift their perspectives on things, um, show them how and the ways that they can implement your curriculum to get them in momentum and get them reaching the goals. That's all of the job of the, of the facilitators. But it is not the facilitator's job to dig their clients out of holes that they've dug themselves into because they can't get out of their own way because they're bouncing around every week and they don't know their head from their asshole every week. Pardon my language and hashtag not sorry at all for saying that. Some of these, some people just need to get their head out of their asses and you need to have some kind of conviction to your goals. If you say you want 10,000 a month, stop fucking around. Do what you gotta do to get $10,000 a month, especially if you're that person who says, I want $10,000 a month and I'm gonna invest in something, a program or a coach that's gonna help me do it. And then like, I'm gonna go in and not do what they say. Well, then don't join programs. Go do what you wanna do then. Because the fact of the matter is, that's not a coach's responsibility to dig you out of your shit, dig you out of these holes that you bury for yourself every week. And then you, you, you bury yourself in that hole because you can't get out of your way because every week you want to switch it up because you have no patience and no conviction in what you do. Um, you know, I, I always share, like I lived on welfare for five years. I probably didn't need to live on welfare for five years, but I had my head up my ass. I was waiting for something magical to happen for me. 
I was waiting for someone or something to throw me a bone, if you will. I was waiting for that. And I sat and I waited on my little ass for five years. And not much changed in my life during that five years. Okay? Um, it wasn't until I said, wow, I don't think anyone's doing this for me. Um, and I had to get clear. What do I want? What do I really, really, really want? And what am I willing to do to get it? Rather I have coaching, rather I have mentorship, rather I have community, rather I have a supportive family or not, rather I have money or not, what the hell am I willing to do for my own dreams? And I had to get really honest and real about that because it wasn't until I started making those decisions and then following that with imperfect, very scary, messy, sloppy action that I started to actually move in my life. I actually started building some traction, right? But I had to have patience and I had to have conviction and I had to be willing to do it no matter what, even if I didn't have help, even if I didn't see the results, even if it wasn't seeming to work, even if my family didn't support me, even if I had um, a husband, my husband at the time, uh, who is now my husband also, but uh, back then he didn't understand what I was doing. So he wasn't very supportive like he is today. But like back then, um, I didn't have that supportive husband, right? He was encouraging me to go get a real job. Um, you know, and even though I was on welfare, and so I had a lot of insecurity and a lack of confidence because obviously I'm asking people to pay me and I'm living on food stamps. So, you know what I'm saying? Like there was a lot of things that were stacked against me also. And I had to be so convicted in my goals and I had to be patient, but relentless with or without those things. And that's the only reason I am where I am is because I'm so convicted and relentless. I will do it no matter what. It doesn't matter if I invested in a program and it's not what I thought it would be. I'm still reaching my fucking goals no matter what. I don't give a shit. Like, rather you support me or you don't support me, rather your program gives me what I need or I don't, I'm a, I'm a fucking winner. So I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get my goals anyway. I'm gonna get my goals with or without anything or anyone, no matter what. Because I, that's who I am. Right? I don't operate with my tail between my legs. I don't operate from a place of, please, someone, someone give me a break. Someone throw me a fucking bone. Nobody's doing that. Like, you go after, it's your responsibility. So, yes, when you invest in these programs, there's a level of responsibility that the facilitator has to guide you through the process and the how-to but it is your job. Make no mistake about it. Make no mistake about it. It is your job to drag your little ass out of that bed every day. Sit your ass down at your CEO desk. Manage your time and do the work that needs to be done to reach your goals. Because nobody else can or will do that for you. So if you're not willing, why, why would anybody else be? No one's going to fight for your life dreams, your goals, bit more than you are. No one's going to do it. No one cares about your goals more than you. So if you don't really give a shit, why would anybody else? If you're not willing to do it, why is anyone else going to be willing to go an extra mile for you? You're not even willing. You have to understand this mindset because there's so many people buying into the hype of, oh, buy my Instagram cheat sheet. And you're going to make a million dollars just swiping these messages. Do you really think that that's, that's the working strategy? You think it's that easy? You think, 
And by the way, are you willing to even do what that sheet tells you to do consistently? Because so many people I talk to, and we talk to hundreds of people a day, one of their biggest setbacks is their lack of consistency. They're the biggest, we have more dabblers than I have ever seen in the marketplace. I can't even believe it. And it does not surprise me that so many people have no money. It, it, it's this lack of consistency. You're just going and bouncing day to day, like aimlessly, like you're just wandering around the internet, like no goals, no freaking time management, no to-do list, no grit, no scrappiness, no like fighting for your goals a little bit, no like going after it. You're just dancing around the idea of your goals and you're like waiting for some fucking big magical thing to happen. And I just want to really encourage you, like that's your responsibility, okay? And the results that you do or don't have, that's on you, lady. That's on you, 110%. Um, and I just think that this, this topic was really important. Um, I mean, I fire clients when, when I just realized we get to a point where it's like, my team and I are fighting for your goals more than you are. This is not going to work. Like you don't even want them that much. You're not even putting in 50% of the 80% that we're putting in. Like you're not even going for it. Like you're just every day, something different. Like, like, I don't know, you know, it's some of you guys look like a toddler trying to walk for the first time. You're just like your heads, you're looking up at the sky and you're wandering like a lost puppy. Like, oh my God, I don't know. Like get it together, get it together. Okay, because there's so much opportunity for you. We gotta like pull the tail out between the legs, put your head up, straighten your goddamn crown a little bit, throw them shoulders back, roll your sleeves up and get to work. Like that's what this is. And anyone triggered by this, go get a job. If you are triggered by what I'm saying, you are not cut out for entrepreneurship because make no mistake about it, this is how it is. This shit's hard. This shit is going to challenge your rough edges. This shit is going to have you really, really um, bring into the surface a lot of your shit. Um, you, you, you gotta have this mentality. Um, you can't have this quitting mentality. You can't have this loser mentality. You can't have this... I have a backup plan if this don't work mentality. Like you gotta be convicted. You gotta have a level of um, patience and conviction in what you say you want. No one is making your goals for you. You're doing that all by yourself. So if you don't feel good about your goals, change them and stop setting goals for yourself that you know you're never gonna even work toward, that you know you're not willing to do it, right? There's a million, I tell my clients all the time, there's a million ways to get to a million dollars. Okay. Or there's a million ways to get to whatever your goal is. Your job, your job and responsibility, what is to figure out what ways you want to do that. That's not your coach's job to figure out how you want to operate in your life as a human being. That's your job. Go figure it out. Figure it out. What are you willing to do? And if you're not willing to do shit, you probably don't want the goals that much. And you might want to reconsider entrepreneurship. You might want to look into maybe uh, becoming an employee inside of a, a company where you get to really work your magic and your passion and the thing you love and the thing you enjoy doing the most inside someone else's company. Because you have to remember, running a business isn't just about you talking about and doing what you're passionate about. There's also a business that needs to be run. And a lot of us don't think about that when we start these journeys. We just think, oh my God, I'm going to talk about what I love every day and people are just going to pay me so much money 
And then you're like, oh shit, I, I, I gotta set up technology? Wait a minute, I gotta like talk to people every day? Oh my God, I gotta send DMs on social media? Oh my God, I have to go live on video? Holy shit, I have to email every week? Wow, I have to have clarity? Oh my God, I gotta show up like a boss? Like, oh my God, I gotta do a profit and loss? Like, I gotta get a bookkeeper, what? Like, yes, that's what you do when you run a business. You have to do CEO shit. And that's not the fun stuff. Patience is not fun, right? Getting objections is not fun. Feeling like you're failing is not fun. Guess what? That is part of running a business. When you have a job, you don't have those responsibilities. The CEO does and their managers, supervisor, whatever. Your job is just whatever your job is. You just get to go do that little fun thing every day and check out, get a paycheck every week. Running a business is entirely different. It's not for the faint of heart, okay? There needs to be a level of commitment and winnerness in you um, because no one can do that for you. But you also have a responsibility to do your due diligence. If you're going to invest in mentorship or a program, um, then you need to really feel like you need to do your due diligence and make sure that the program is what you feel you need. And you need to have that conversation, right? And stop buying into these short-lived little tactics and strategies. You gotta put your business together. You need a foundation. You gotta put your systems together, your foundation, your strategies. It isn't about piecemealing stuff together from a million different people. Though that's you're looking for a quick hit. You're looking for a quick win when you do that. You're not looking to build a business. <clears throat> you're looking for a short, quick, fast result. It's like one, you know, it's a one short-lived. Um, okay, so I thought this was a, a really important conversation because, you know, I think this is something I work on greatly inside of my company. My team and I are working on this right now um, because even us, right? Like even we realize we are over delivering and over giving in some of the wrong places. I do believe in under promising and over delivering, but where you over deliver and how you do that, that's the kicker. That's the million dollar thing. And even my team and I, we realized I'm like, hey, we gotta trim it back. We gotta take some stuff away because we're carrying some responsibilities and we're taking on some of the energy of things that are not our place. And we gotta give that back to the client, right? So this is not something that's like a one and done thing. It's something you should be evaluating all the time. What are you enabling with your clients and in your programs? What are you tolerating? Um, you know, what's the energy and space and vibe of these rooms that you're, you're creating? Uh, how are you setting things up in the business, in your programs to really empower, equip, and inspire your clients to put the big girl panties on, roll them sleeves up, put that hair in a bun and get, you know, get a little scrappy, get the job done, do the work that's required to reach your goals. Um, and, and you want to make sure that those responsibilities are, are, um, explained and that the line is drawn in the sand with those right because that's you want to set that tone right from kind of the get-go right so i hope that this was helpful guys i think that um you should probably everybody should really be looking at do i very clearly lay out these responsibilities um between myself and my clients and then do i follow those am i leading by example am i following those am i sticking to those and am I making sure that um, I'm creating that path and that, that curriculum and space and coaching to actually guide them through those steps, right? Show them how. Um, 
they, their job is the what, your job is the how, right? And then from a client perspective, if you're someone invested, um, you got to get it together. You got to get it together because you're responsible for your stuff, right? Um, you're responsible. It's your job to wake up every day and do what needs to be done and get your butt out of bed and, it, you know, manage your calendar, manage your time, right? That's No one can like do this stuff for you. And that is your own responsibility. And you want to make sure that when you're joining programs and you're making investments that you're willing to show up and do that. No wonder so many of you invest in programs and you don't get the results because you don't even use, you don't even work the program. It's like an addict checking themselves in and never getting out of the bed. You're going to be no better in 90 days. You're going to be no further along in 90 days because you're not doing shit. You're not working the program. You're not putting in any effort. You join these programs and then you go do what you were doing before you even joined. Why even invest? Why even do that? Like you're literally not even doing your part. You're not doing your, the work. You're 50%. I tell my clients all the time, we have a 50% responsibility and you have a 50%. And also it's laid out here so that you know what your 50% looks like and you know what to expect from our 50%. You're not blurring the lines. And if we do, we're going to correct it right away because we're human and we make mistakes and it's very easy for my team and I to get very involved with our clients because we want them to be successful so much, but we're not going to lose sleep over them not wanting it as much as we do. Okay. We can't help our clients if we want it more than they do. And also, you know, that kind of goes on the front end of things too. You need to qualify better. You need to qualify better so that people coming into your programs, you know, you need to identify who the people are for your program, like the right, who are the right people. Because you can probably sign a lot of people, but they're not going to be the right people. You want to make sure they have the mentality, they have the conviction, um, they're where you need them to be in their journey to, to come in and really, really take it off, um, you know, and not tread water for 10 years over it. You know what I mean? You, you need to decide that. And then you need to qualify your audience so that you're weeding out the people that just are not going to win and not be a good fit for that, the people that are not ready for that and versus the people that are right? It's more, it's more a mindset game than it is anything because it's what's going on between the ears really. Um, because again, you set the tone for yourself. You're going to win or lose either way. And it's whatever you say it's going to be. It's whatever you're willing to do. Some of you are willing to lose all the time. Some of you are willing to sit in your struggle and excuses for years and not make any damn changes. Um, that's, that's cool. But like, would you want someone like that in your programs? Um, I mean, we don't, right? We want winners. We want people that are going to go after it um, because that's what it takes, right? So we need people to move. You got to move. You got to move. Do the work. Do it messy. Do it sloppy. Do it imperfect. Anything is better than nothing. And so, they, they, you know, you really need to figure out what the mindset mentality is of the people that win versus the ones that lose inside of your programs. And then you need to look at what you're doing to support that um, regardless, right? Without overstepping your responsibility. All right. I hope this was helpful guys. I'll see you in the next episode. Hey 
Hey, thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high-achieving coaches who are scaling their income and impact and leveraging their CEO time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal. We focus on scaling sustainable and highly profitable programs, your conversion and launch strategy, a repeatable sales pipeline, and scaling with profit-driving sellers so you can get your time back. If simplifying your scale, putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and let's see if the Profitable Entrepreneur could be your next best investment. And I hope to see you on the inside. Mm-hmm.